welcome to Nigeria Daily. Thank you for joining. I am Martia Umar. For four years now, since he finished his national youth service, Taslima Mao has been seeking for a job. When was promised a job, however, he rejected it. His reason, he smelt a rat. A friend of mine introduced me to someone that if I could pay the person 500000 I should be able to get a civil service job. But I thought about it severally and got to realize that this might be a scam because I was told that I have to pay before I could have my appointment letter and I have to make the full payment, not part payment. I tried to negotiate with the person that after I have resumed work, I will be paying back instrumentally from my salary. So the thought that came to my mind is if I could pay 500000 for a job of about less than 100000 per month, why don't I instead put the 500000 on a business that will be more secure than the job that I'm not even sure if the appointment letter is going to be authentic or not. So at the end of the day, I back out from such a hack. He troubled me several times to ask me, didn't I want the job? At a later time, I told him that he should just forget about it, that my mind is not true with it. There are many job seekers out there who, like Mr. Mao, have been offered appointment letters, but for a fee. The problem is, as he rightly suspected, many don't get the jobs after parting with the money. As employment opportunities get fewer for the unconnected in Nigeria, job recruiting is blooming in the society. Often, young job seekers are asked to pay hundreds of thousands or millions of naira to get a civil service job or any other lucrative job in the country. As we said earlier, there are many people with experiences similar to that of Mr. Mao. Let's take one more story before we move on. What happened in the two cases I was involved in was that these jobs were massively advertised that it goes to every, almost everybody around me there. And the person we were considering it for was seriously in need of a job to the extent that we quickly have to even raise the money before we even finalize the, 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 the processes with the person that was supposed to facilitate it. We eventually got involved in it. The person negotiated that we should pay before yeah, gets the job we 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 pleaded that he should let us pay when the person already have the appointment letter and possibly if he has collected the when he collects the first salary eventually most of the people that were involved in it were willing to pay even before they get an employment letter there were limited positions available so eventually they paid and to our surprise, started hearing story of so many people paid and they have to consider just few of them. And that uh, if if somebody wants to, to, to stand a chance, he has to have additional money. So he eventually paid a, a sum of 80,000 naira. He waited for a long time to hear from the person. After so much pressure, he, the guy came to come and tell us that we need to pay extra money so that at least to shake off competition from other people that are also enrolled for the same opportunity with us. So he checked and at the end of the day, we just looked at it that we don't know for how long we'll be paying more, uh, paying more. So after so much pressure also, we will ask with this guy, to, okay, since the person is no more involved and he doesn't want to go ahead with the process, can he just refund the money? Eventually, out of 80,000 naira, we were only able to get like 30,000 naira back. But in the whole entirety of it, I think the government has a big role to take in this. Most of these 
most of the organization doing this, they are government establishment. And you should know that for somebody paying to get a job, he doesn't have something serious that he's doing. So for somebody that is, he has a, a job that he respects and loves so much, you won't have to be doing funds ready, for a raising of fund to go and be buying another job somewhere. So the hack is, is not a good one. But the government uh, activities is not encouraging because uh, all this, if you keep mentioning name now, by the time you mention 10 names or 10, or 10 organizational names, I, I can bet that seven of it will be, will be government uh, agencies doing all this job racketeering. A few days ago, a young man claimed that a federal fire service officer asked him for a fee to get him a job. He alleged that the officer in question asked him for a whooping sum of 500,000 naira, which he could not afford. And this gives credence to these stories as ACF Abraham Paul, the public relations officer of the federal fire service, speaks about the development. I am ASF Abraham as Assistant Controller of Fire, Abraham Paul, and I'm the National Public Relations Officer of the Federal Fire Service. Well, if you say have I ever heard, yes, I have. There was a time a young uh, man came to the office and uh, he said that uh, someone asked him to pay some monies. I think I can't remember the figure now, and that the person is uh, a fire officer. So um, routinely, we asked that he pr uh, give us the name. Um, of the person and then we sent it to the registry to confirm if the person is a staff and which station is he and all of that but by the time they went to the registry and came back um, we found out that uh, we didn't have such a person on our role. So obviously somebody was impersonating as a fire officer and was promising to give people a job for a fee, but he wasn't on our role. So um, we couldn't even, we got the phone number that we were trying to, the complainant said she had used to be in contact with the same person, but it was, it was inactive at the time. And um, since it wasn't on our role, we simply said, well, that we're sure that you've been misled or prodded because this person is obviously not on our role. So it's it's a grievous offence, a criminal offence, to, to impersonate an office that you do not hold. So uh, I know for sure that uh, <coughs> the con acting controller general and the person of Caribou Perez Samson has uh, gave matching orders to the provost unit of the service that if we get such a complaint, normally such a complaint will come through the office of the acting controller general and then directed either to legal or to the provost session. So giving matching orders to that effect, uh, if anybody is caught impersonating, and should be handed over to the appropriate authorities for prosecution. That was ACF Abraham Paul, and he is the National Public Relations Officer of the Federal Fire Service. You're still listening to Nigeria Daily from Daily Trust. We'll go on a break, but we'll be back shortly. Do stay. <music> home of news you can trust and features analysis and in-depth reports that are rich that's right in addition you can get much more but how let me introduce you to trust plus where you can get added value and where is that visit the trust plus portal and subscribe you mean subscribe to become a member yes and that entitles you to exciting opportunities like what a chance to connect with daily trust journalists to suggest stories you want to read and even contribute in producing the story wow could you show me how to get a trust plus it's simple you can visit the 
portal on membershipthedailytrust.com now. Welcome back to the show. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust. You can listen to or download this and other episodes on Bossprout.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, and Spotify by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen in on NAS FM 89.9, Yola, and on Unity FM 93.3 Charles. In this episode of Nigeria Daily, we're looking into the underground business of job racketeering in Nigeria. We have been coming across social media posts telling stories of how people, for example, someone lost their loved one at the hand of a doctor from whom they collected money as a student to give high grades during examination. We have also heard about things not moving because those who should move them are inexperienced probably because they bought the job or have been put there at the instruction of someone at the top. But how exactly does job racketeering affect the society? Lilian Ogazi speaks with a public affairs analyst, Mr. Jide Ojo. Of course, it does affect society because this is a recipe for corruption. And um, it's not today that this, is, this has been happening. For quite a long time, there have been cases, reported cases of uh, employment racketeering. People saying that they have to buy jobs to enter Nigerian police, customs, immigration, federal revenue service, central bank, NCC, uh, and the rest of them. So even for teaching service, people have had to pay uh, to, to get employed in those areas. And don't forget, even in the, in the, in the 60s, 70s, 80s, we learn of personnel managers either sleeping with prospective female Africans or asking the Africans to bring money before they will be employed in their company. So it's, it's a phenomenon that comes across both the public and private sector. But it is just that now it's more widespread than it was the 70s and 80s. It's not like because of uh, the paucity of jobs, uh, a lot more of those who are in charge of recruitment are now making uh, demands, huge demands of uh, the applicants in, to, to be able to uh, enable them to get jobs. And uh, it's not even money. It's not even money alone. Mm. It's not money alone. It's um, I mean, we are also talking of sex for job. Mm. Uh, people are willing to use what they have to get what they want. It's affecting the one. It creates lopsidedness in society because it then means that if you are poor or cannot afford to buy the jobs, you are out, no matter how brilliant you are. So it puts the poor and the those who are not from wealthy families, it puts them at a disadvantage. And like I said, it also leads to corruption. Because even for those who are from poor families, those who may have gone to take competitive loans or from big child online, microfinance, those who may have gone to borrow from different sources to raise the money to buy their employment. They will be under pressure to raise that money as soon as they get to the job. And so if you if you pay to get into the police, what you'll be targeting is how to engage in exploitation in order to be able to pay the loans you have secured to get the to get the job. So it creates 
uh, a lot of unevenness and uh, discrimination in society. It also promotes corruption. Well, unfortunately, I don't see an end in sight about this, but what we can do to reduce this is to create more job opportunities and also to have a proper oversight of, of the recruitment processes. For instance, uh, the Federal Character Commission has come out to say many ministries, departments, and agencies are recruiting without their knowledge. And they ought to know uh, who is recruiting and on what case, and as well as whether the recruitment is following the Federal Character Principles. So, uh, agencies like that, Federal Character Commission, uh, need to play oversight. In the private sector, uh, I think what we also will need is to have whistleblowers. We need whistleblowers who will petition to say this recruitment process has been compromised. It's not free, it's not fair, and that there is an inducement. And uh, so we, we need our corruption agencies to weigh in on this uh, kind of sector so that uh, the law can take its normal course. That was Mr. Gide Ojo, a public affairs analyst. To all the people whose voices were heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a daily trust production. It is open for sponsorship and advert placement. You can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com or on bossprout.com or even listen on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola and Unity FM 93.3 Jazz. You can also listen by searching for Nigeria Daily on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio. You have questions or comments? Let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. Call us or send us a message on 091-389-33390. Thank you so much for listening and bye for now. I am Martia Umar.